Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Tiger Phonics podcast, or like this new series of Tiger Phonics interviews. Uh, I'm the host, Jack Hewson, and I'm joined today by... Ari Molzer. And in just a few minutes, we're going to play you an interview that we had the chance to do with uh, Greg Sestero. Yeah, so uh, Greg is uh, most notably known for his role uh, as Mark in The Room. Um, That's, oh, hi, Mark. Mark. Um, So, yeah, he's uh, just come out with his new film, um, Best Friends Volume 2, coming off the back of Best Friends Volume 1. And in turn, off the back of The Disaster Artist, which was incredibly successful. Yep. Which is coming off the back of The Room, which was incredibly successful. Yeah. So just an all-round uh, success story, uh, Greg Sestero. Um, so yeah, we got the uh, opportunity to interview him thanks to uh, Eventilate, our friends at Eventilate. Yeah, so once again, you can go over and check out Eventilate.com for all sorts of uh, information on events and stuff happening around the city. Um, and afterwards, we got to go and check out um, the movie itself, Best Friends Volume 2, which was uh, a, a great experience. It was awesome to be in a crowd full of people that were really interested in it and really enjoying it. So, uh, only good things to be said about it, really. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. There was a bit of a Q&A beforehand. Obviously, Jack and I didn't put our hands up because we just had, you know, 20 minutes access to Greg uh, on our own. But some of the questions that were thrown out there were really fun. Uh, it was a lot of a lot of fun to, uh, to attend. Um, I think if you haven't seen The Room, um, definitely start there. Uh, then move on to uh, The Disaster Artist. Um, the movie is a bit more lighthearted and fun. The book is a bit more gritty and dark and an actual retelling of how the uh, the situation went down. Yeah, I'm a lot more true to that life's events. And uh, and Greg was was pretty, uh, pretty straightforward when it came to how he thought that they adapted the book, which he was very happy with. Yeah. Uh, but he just thought that they, you know, they made it universally accessible, um, which is good. Yeah, so... Um, that's uh, Best Friends Volume 2. Uh, check out Volume 1 on uh, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and YouTube. Uh, we're also going to put a link to the uh, Amazon pre-order for Volume 2, which comes out January 22nd. Uh, we'll put that in the description of this video. And, uh, Jack? Of this podcast, even, Ari. Yep, that's right. what I say? You said video. Video. <laughs> Sorry. Oops. Uh, but in the meantime, you can check out this awesome interview that we got to do with Greg Sestero. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, welcome uh, into the Tiger Phonics podcast. Uh, today, we're interviewing Greg Sestero. Uh, joining me as co-host is Ari Molzer. And uh, thank you for joining us today, Greg. Hey, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely incredible. Like myself, I'm a huge fan of you. Um, you're an absolute legend in my <laughs> eyes. Um, there's this this air of like magicalness um, surrounding both you and Tommy. Yeah, um, that just blows blows my mind. Um, there's there's so much lore and legend. Um, you can't talk to someone about uh, you or Tommy and it just not blow out into this massive conversation and even debate um, about some of the things you've heard. It's just it's just awesome to meet you. Oh, I'm, I'm, absolutely I'm, I'm stoked. I mean, he's got a, a Nintendo uh, Duck Game shirt, so we're, we're in good shape here. We're talking about, <laughs> talking about Red Dead Redemption, so I'm glad to be here as well. No, it's awesome. I'll, I'll get straight into it. I just wanted to yeah, just see how you've been settling in. How many times have you, have you been to Australia? Um, let's see. I came once when the book came out. Mm. Uh, I did a book tour four years ago. 
Then I came back with The Disaster Artist. Yep. Uh, Best Friends Volume 1 and now Best Friends Volume 2. So four times. Yeah, awesome. I know you're a big traveling guy. I've listened to interviews where you've talked about um, how The Room really helped you actually get out there and to to do what you wanted of of traveling. When you're on these kinds of tours, do you manage to get out much and do what you want? Um, (laughs) I do. Yeah, I do for the most part. I mean, sometimes you go back to the same city... And then at that point, it's less about going and seeing things and hanging out with people that you become friends with. So oh, cool. I always try to go to a spot in a certain city and, and, and visit something new. Yeah, nice. And do you get many uh, people on the street uh, recognizing you or your hair? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty random. Yeah, it, it happens more and more um, in ways that you would never predict or expect. But it's always it's always interesting when people uh, have seen your work or read your book. It's mm. always um it's cool. I mean, it just, it, that's why you do it. So it's cool that it, it, it's had a positive effect on people. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, obviously you're talking about the book, um, The Disaster Artist, um, which became its own critically acclaimed film. Um, but Best Friends Volume 1 is your first screenplay that actually came to fruition. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So you, you were writing from a very young age. Yeah, I saw the movie Home Alone when I was 12. And um, I just really wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. I really wanted to make, I uh, really wanted to tell stories. And so I sat down and wrote a screenplay. Um, for, and I wrote a role for myself opposite Kevin McAllister mm-hmm. and tried to get it made. And I knew at that point um, that's really what I wanted to do. So it would have been pretty devastating when number two came out and it wasn't yours? Yeah, it was It was rough. Um, but I guess, you know, in, in this business, that's kind of the norm, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to especially myself uh, from a young age I've always wanted to make films was there anyone sort of when you were young that um, that you you wanted to make movies like that you really looked up to as sort of a creative figure yeah I think it was John Hughes probably um, you know I think when you're younger maybe you connect more with actors but um, mm-hmm. you know I was a big Star Wars fan the originals and uh, and I think um, John Hughes's movies were always very relatable yeah, awesome. Because you you started modeling at a fairly young age, didn't you? Yeah, when I was seventeen, I moved to to Italy. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's crazy to me. Um, and it kind of uh, <laughs> um, it kind of lends itself to the fact that you seem to have a lot of independence at a young age. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the disaster artist kind of shows your your mother and her reaction to you um, coming close to Tommy. Um, but it seemed yeah. like you were a fairly independent young person. Yes and no. I mean, I think I had a very protective mom. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I very much wanted to go out there and try different things and, and be adventurous. And so that didn't always bode well. But um, yes, just by nature, I think my spirit is much more about getting out there and exploring. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Um, and that lends itself to the continuation of the question. Um, Best Friends Volume 1. What does it feel like to present something that, that you wrote and created to the world? It's, I mean, you know, the room kind of gave me a good, um, a good uh, understanding of what that's like, and then mm-hmm. I think the book was about sharing a personal story. Yeah. So when, but at the time it came around to best friends, I, um, I didn't really think too much about what I was gonna try, who I was gonna try to please, or what I was gonna try to fit into. I just tried to write a story that I was intrigued by, and so. Um, I you know didn't have a lot of expectation or or how I wanted to be perceived. I just wanted to go out there and tell a story. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, 
I'll kind of skip ahead because you've you've kind of brought it in. It's a story you wanted to tell. The room at times feels almost autobiographical in the way it's told, in the way um, Tommy um, talks, almost plays his character into this good guy who's you know an incredible person and shouldn't be wronged. Did you do that at all, bringing life experiences into um, best friends? Definitely. You definitely I think did. you always... Um... You always pull from that, mm. especially with the story, writing characters for Tommy and I. It's absolutely pulling from those things. I, I didn't know whether I was reading into it too much, um, but I felt like there was parallels between the disaster artist and the way you had a slight falling out with Tommy um, and the way that your character um, in Best Friends, uh, John Cortina, uh, falls out with, with Harvey Lewis uh, in the same way, yeah, being yeah, yeah. wronged by him. Yeah. Was that a parallel that Definitely. you meant to draw? Definitely, I think that played in, you know, those natural conflicts that you guys have in real life playing out on screen, definitely. Yeah. No, that's that's awesome. I think um, <laughs> I was saying to, to Jack earlier, um, if you could give Tommy a role, a mortician, it almost is perfect. Yeah. Like that that real-life character. You yeah. No, and, it, it, he, and what's good is we kind of took him seriously because I think a lot of times... You know, you can try to spoof up Tommy, but um, mm. in this movie, we just treat him as a real, real character. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed that myself. Um, both you and Tommy, um, it wasn't a play into the room; it was something completely different. Yeah, um, which I personally loved. Um, on that note, you know, going from acting in the room where Tommy was in control of like every minute detail, um, for you then to write. Um, best friends handing it over to Justin McGregor is the um, mm-hmm. is the director um, how did you find the change in dynamic you mean for Tommy uh, for you and Tommy yeah I thought it was great really um, to have you know someone you trusted you know at the helm directing because um, you know I know Tommy is a very specific way of, of doing things I've never been in that position of directing a film you know i know mm. i love film and i can see scenes but that's a different setup so i thought uh i thought it was great you know that you know to have justin there i think we both we both trusted him to handle the scenes and um and it was just it was a great fit i mean every we got through days very long days with a lot of material pretty um rapidly and <laughs> that was a big surprise <laughs> yeah no um yeah that's that's a massive portion of it no that's awesome with it with there ever times where you had to put your foot down with anyone in the cast and say you know this is my vision no everyone was very uh it was very collaborative hmm. everyone was 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 great no one really kind of came on and tried to push their own thing everyone was um you know very present and, and and happy to be there and i think that was something that i i really noticed especially with volume two it was just a great group of people um and we were all we all shared the same goal let's just go out and make the craziest, most fun movie we can. Now that's awesome. Um, and obviously you've got an awesome cast for it as well. Um, yourself and Tommy just played off each other so, so well. Um, you know, your movie, Best Friends, very, very close, even best friends in real life, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I read something um, online today. Um, someone said, referred to Tommy as your begrudging life partner. That's interesting. I, From what I've seen... I thought that is that doesn't represent what I've seen at all. You and Tommy seem to be, you know, joined at the hip um, 
willingly. Yeah, yeah. I think it's been it's a unique friendship that's probably hard for a lot of people to understand. Mm. But uh, I think there's a lot of a lot of positives. Yeah. No. I've like every interaction I've seen with you and Tommy has been just just awesome. Um, you know, really kind. Um, yeah. I've I've really thought it's a great friendship that you guys have, and to see that put into a movie. Um, with a bit more drama thrown yeah, in, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, really, really cool. Um, and one of the things that drew you to Tommy, um, you know, obviously we all seen or read uh, the Disaster Artist, and you know, seen that scene in that small theatre um, where you and Tommy really drew close to each other, um, and you saw something in Tommy, um, you know, something disruptive. Did you well, over the last? 20 years have you put that into your films do you reckon like this this film did you take that same quality um and put it into your film yeah i mean it's definitely there it's definitely um you know in your mind when you're creating something but um you know it was i tried to just take the story and see different characters and go with it you know the stories and things i've gone through with tommy over the years blood in but i you know we weren't trying to recapture the room or or any of that, we were trying to do something new, but um, I definitely feel like those initial instincts and dialogue of, of meeting each other and, and all these weird experiences over the years definitely bled in. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, obviously you can't recreate the room, and the room was Tommy's project, um, Best Friends is your project and your vision, um, two totally separate things. Um, but yeah, just that, that disruptive um, new mindset um, that Hollywood hadn't seen before. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Just to just to know that you're bringing that with you um, is really really cool. On that note, um, you know, you try to make movies that aren't things that we see every day. What sort of movies do you enjoy going to see? Um, let's see. What have I seen recently that I liked? I loved uh, Free Solo, which was a documentary, which was great. Um, movies that bring me into to worlds that I. I'm surprised by it. I think Hereditary was great. I love the new Halloween. Um, Get Out was good. It Follows. Um, you know, overall, I love the Breaking Bad series. Yep. So character-driven stories, I think, are what I... Yeah, and they're coming most. more... They're, they're coming back a bit more as well, character-driven stories. Yeah. They're few and far between, um, but they're really proving themselves. Um, just to wrap up, um, 2017, 2018... Both huge years for you. Uh, what's coming in uh, 2019, 2020, and beyond? The next, uh, the next journey is um, is I want to make a horror film. I want to kind of go into, you know, the room has been amazing, and the disaster artist has been, you know, life changing, and and I really want to use all these experiences and all this um, stuff that I've learned and, and go out and make new films and, and start with a horror film, and, and hopefully in the next um, phase I'll be um, making films that'll be able to stand on their own and and how to do their own thing. Do you think that journey will bring Tommy with you? Yeah, in, so, in some capacity. I mean, but I think, uh, I think as, you know, I, I look at, you know, I look up to people like Jordan Peele who was doing sketch comedy and mm. did a movie called Keanu with, yep. um, you know, and then he went out and did something totally different that had no ties to that world on his own. Uh, and that film ended up changing so much and now he's just doing all these different kinds of, of projects. And, and you're so referring think, to Get Out. Yeah, right? yep. yeah. So I'm looking to get out of where I'm. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that and just um, 
you know, becoming a new kind of filmmaker. That's awesome. Jack and I are really looking forward to it. Um, Best Friends Volume 1, out now to uh, rent and buy on iTunes, Amazon, YouTube, and Google Play. Um, Best Friends Volume 2 will be available available on January 22nd Yep. Um, yep. on digital and demand and can be pre-ordered on Amazon.com. Yep, uh, Volume 1 and Volume 2 on Blu-ray on the same disc. Yep. Um, we'll include a link to the pre-order in our description. Um, anything else can be found on bf-movie.com, yep. which is the website, bf-movie. Um, follow Greg on Instagram and Twitter at Greg Sestero. Um, Sestero is S-E-S-T-E-R-O. Uh, anything else, Greg? That's it. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thank you, Greg Sestero. It's been a privilege talking with you. You're an absolute legend. And uh, enjoy the rest of the time you have in Australia. Um, is there anything else, any other appearances you're going to have in Australia you want to plug? I'll be in Melbourne tomorrow and uh, Wednesday. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thanks, Greg. Take care.